Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic. A podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all of the life that happens between them. <laughs> I told you. Oh, it's tired. <laughs> you are tired. And understandably so. It's been a long week. Holy it's been crap. A long two weeks for me. Thank you. It has been a long two weeks for you. You're you're such a good son. Thank you. Last time we talked about what we had done while we were separate, and now... No, but we missed some things. We did miss some things? Yes, like the Facebook hijinks. Oh, the Facebook like hijinks. Those weird things that happen when people die, and then something weird happens, and you're like, how did that happen? And does this have to do with the dead person? And so you went to I, your mom's house to help her deal with packing up and liquidating the business and getting I, ready to move with us. Yes, and I got there, and um, she's near a ballpark. She is. A big, you know, baseball. It's a large metropolitan area. They have I, baseball teams. They do. And I found myself checked in there. On Facebook? I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I thought you did because... Ain't nobody else got you, your access. You had my other computer here. I thought you could do that. And but you weren't there. I wouldn't do that. I do. I wasn't there. That's why I was really confused that I was checked in there. And this is something... I haven't that, done anything on your Facebook since we were first dating and we were having this goofy <laughs> thing that we were checking in on each other's Facebook every time we could get our hands on each other's unattended screen. The, this is something... He would have thought was very funny. Uh, my mom's dead husband. Yes. He would have thought it was very funny to do that. To check you in at the ballpark. Yes, he would have. That's great. And, and so we suspect that that would be the only con that was the only conclusion we could come to. It must have been him. Mm-hmm. Because I was not at the ballpark. No, you were not. It's winter. There's no ball game. No, there is not. At least I didn't think there was a ball game. <laughs> Once I got there, we got your ball game on. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> you you came and picked me up from the airport, and I was kind of worried about flying out because Grandma was watching the kids while I was gone and you were gone, and Grandma kind of spoils the kids, and Grandma took me to the airport. That's what grandmas do. Yeah. She took me to the airport, and I flew, and I flew, and I holy crap freaking flew. <laughs> and I was ready to be done being folded up into a seat. But then you came and picked me up from the airport in a major metropolitan area shortly after rush hour in the snow. Mm -hmm. And so I got to be folded up into a seat for a little while longer. Yes, you did. <laughs> and then I unfolded myself and met your mother's friends and... We had some dinner. We had some dinner, and we got laid. Out of the building. We had some dinner out of the building. We went out for dinner. It was so freaking cold out, but we went and marched we went, down the street anyway. You better believe it. Because you oh can do gosh. that in metropolitan areas. You can go right outside and go like half a block away and have food at yes. a restaurant. Yes. Not here. No. You have a long walk. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's one of the things I do miss about living in a city. I didn't miss any of those other things. No. No. All those sidewalks, I don't miss them. Of course all you that, don't. Uh, all those buildings and people, I don't miss that. 
Yeah, well, that's why you came to the middle of nowhere. That's right. Apparently, this is so. So, I got there, and we went for dinner, and then the next and day... And I said, please get me out of here. And I said, I can do that. Do you have the trailer ready? And I had gone and got the trailer. Yes, the trailer was there. You had gotten it earlier that day? Yes. I was ready for you to help me cram stuff into it and start driving away. And so we thought we would get stuff packed that night, but we had other things on our mind because we hadn't seen each other for a week. Yes, this is true. And so the very next morning, you got me up at the butt crack of dawn. And she always calls morning these <laughs> rotten, mean, terrible things. It's just morning. People get up then. Yes, they do. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) So, yeah, you got me up really freaking early, but I understood that you did not want to stay there, and quite frankly, neither did I. And my mother didn't either. Oh, no, no, no. no, She was all done being there. And so you guys, you and her friends had done a really good job of basically liquidating everything. They had had an estate sale and wow, yeah, everything was gone. It had gone to the trash or it had been sold. All those myriad papers had, did they get recycled or shredded or what? I don't care where they went. <laughs> they went to various places. They went away. They went away, yes. That's, that's the important part. Yes, and we so, had too much stuff that wasn't going away, but then somebody who came to the estate sale volunteered at a shelter nearby, and so that took care of a lot of stuff right there. Oh, that's great. That was totally great. So the next morning, it was down to a handful of stuff that the single employee of your parents' business was going to stay there and finish getting it dispersed. Yes. And then the handful of things that she was going to bring with her, your mother. We crammed it all in there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, some of the other guys started showing up who could help us yes. tote things out there. Some of your stepdad's friends, he had a lot of really good guy friends. He did. Lots of good guy friends. He he was really a good mentor to a lot of guys. He was, and it was really cool to meet all of them. Some of them were big, burly guys, the firefighter. Yes. Yes, it was a very interesting experience because they all wanted to talk to me, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. They, you know, wanted to console my mother and then talk to me. Yes. So, um, mm-hmm. I guess I looked like a sensitive guy to talk to, and they thought I would understand them better because I'm a guy. Yes. Um, so that was very interesting for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I like that, you know, be, talking to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, about a not very good situation that we were all in. Mm-hmm. And... The one guy, the the firefighter, had had not known. He didn't have. He doesn't have Facebook, and it's just not his generation to have that. Mm-hmm. Although I, I know other guys, probably his age. I'm guessing what his age might be, but probably his age to do. But in any case, he didn't know that my stepfather had passed, and he he called. He was nearby. He wanted to stop and get some supplements, and he um. I told him to come on in because. 
I wasn't going to tell him on the phone. No. If he was coming there anyway. And so, and so he came in the door and, and he, you know, just came in and was all ready to talk to my stepfather and visit with him. And, and I had to tell him, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. I have to tell you this, but he passed and he just crumbled Aww. onto the tiny little couch that, that's there, like a, you know, little wicker couch thing. Oh, the, big, big burly, uh, yeah, I mean, firefighter guy just, just crumbles. He did. He just Aww. cried. And I mean, this was a shock to everybody. It was a big shock. And, and, um, there were some other people I did end up telling on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so this guy was, he was so, he was so great. And, uh, he has been checking on us the whole time. I did have to text his daughter tonight and tell her, tell your dad. We're here safe and sound, and he, he can call me tomorrow or I'll call him. Right. Because I'll have my hands too full tonight. But mm-hmm. Yeah, there were a handful of his guys' friends. He was kind of a mentor to a lot of guys. He was. So they came and helped when um, I got up in the morning. You got me up in the morning really freaking early. And then- first we had to get it all out where it could be loaded. And so I cleaned out the front room. I got everything that was staying off to the one side, and then I started directing everyone to put everything that was going on the other side, the reception area. And meanwhile, you were getting the last bits and pieces of things disassembled and ready to pack. Yes, and the guys were there to help put things into the trailer, which is great. Yes, and they didn't come until later after we had gotten everything all sorted and settled. And about lunchtime, they got there. Some female friends had been there helping your mom get her things packed and put together. Mm -hmm. But when the guys got there, we started loading the trailer, and we were gone. The firefighter guy got there, and then um, one guy who was uh, coming to pick something up, my mom had called him and said, coming, you know, Please come and get these things from uh, from us. Mm-hmm. Um, he came by. He helped for a little while. Then the other George got there. The other known, George. M- known for many years. Yes. Many, many years. And um, at and then that some sometime during that time, a, a friend of his that just was having the worst time with this situation. I mean, I could just tell he was just grieving so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't talk about that as much. I mean, the, the firefighter guy talked to me about it. The other George talked to me about it. But this guy talked to me about other things, which is kind of what some guys do. I mean, they do. women do these types of things, too. They talk about other things mm-hmm. when they're grieving. But they just want to talk to you because they know that you are having a, a similar experience and, and about the same issue. Right. You know, right. the loss of somebody important. Mm-hmm. Um, to both of you. Right. So while we and a couple guy friends were getting everything ready to load into the trailer and getting it all loaded into the trailer, one of your mom's female friends took her to the bank. Our, our uh, heroine with the pink gloves. Yes, mm-hmm. pink glove lady. Yes. She is such a sweet person and so helpful. And so she took your mom to... Two different banks, three different banks to close out the business accounts. and she They did bank things. And I had told them that, you know, if there are certain ways that you ought to do this to protect the assets. They weren't, my mother didn't want to listen, and then she regretted it, and now she has to fix it all. Yeah. 
and right away. She wants to do things her way. Yes, I know this about her. But anyway, she went to the bank while we got everything loaded, and as soon as she got home was about the same time we were all loaded. And, and off we went into the snowstorm at rush hour. Yes, because when That's how we do things. you tell me to do something, I do it. You said, get me out of here, and I got you out of there. Thank you, dear. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. We got on the road. We we got farther than we thought we would that night, which was great. Mm-hmm. But we also um, tried to share a room with mom, which sharing a room seems logical. However, my mother gets cold, and we get too hot. We're not used to suffocating all night, and... She gets cold, and, and it's not the temperature of the room, really. It's her circulation and such. And so we did not sleep. No, no. And and this was after <clears throat> having driven, you know, we didn't get too far because we were in a major metropolitan area in a snowstorm at rush hour. And this is in the Great Lakes area. So it's kind of in the middle of that polar vortex misplacement. Yes. <laughs> I think the North Pole needs to go back home now. Mm-hmm. Um, but It should take a bus because it's intoxicated. It does seem to be a little bit intoxicated. Yes. It needs to go home because it's drunk. Yeah. But, yeah, so we're trying to share a hotel room with your mom after not having gotten as far as we hoped. And we were all just a little bit frustrated and we had no privacy and we couldn't talk to each other either because your mom's right there and she is half deaf, but she's only half deaf. Well, the the thing is, if we try to talk, she's going to ask us what, and then you kind of have to shout. And it, I feel bad for shouting at her all the time, but she can't hear me. And, and your so voice I, I, has changed. So she thinks you're like angry because you're using this big, low tone and it's, not an angry tone. It's just the way your voice is now when you need to be loud. Yes. And so I had to explain that to her and then remind her more than once. It's not that I'm frustrated. It's that I sound frustrated to you because I'm trying to talk loud enough. When you say what you didn't hear me and I have to say it again, I'm trying to be clear. I know like a lot of trans guys, at some point, we seem to mumble a lot. It's part of the voice thing and the voices. We're getting used to the voice change. And so, you know, and then it I sounds... I think it may also have to do with your facial musculature, the way that your jaw muscles are squaring off and the way that it affects your jaw and tongue usage in the speaking and pronunciation process. Well, and, But that's and, just my opinion as a musician and... Voice instructor. Right. Continue. So, uh, you know, I would never, I was not not sure which part of those factors was having more of an impact than another. And, and you know, I, I don't want her to feel bad. She already feels bad enough. Her husband just died. That happens. Yeah. We don't want her to feel worse. So, so I had to remind her, no, I'm not frustrated. Any more than we all together all are frustrated <laughs> with the situation. I'm I'm just trying to make sure that you hear. So if you and I try to talk, she asks what, and then we have to say it again. And I explained to her tall trees. Did I tell you that? No. Yes. I I was uh saying we were talk saying something to each other, and and I said to her, "Let me tell you about tall trees." Oh, do our friends know about tall trees? I'm going to tell them because I'll tell you what I said to her. She okay. was sitting down in her room at the time, so we were still at her house. 
And I said, let me tell you about tall trees because Jess and I have this, this, um, reference we use. It's when you're walking along and you say something to your friend and they don't hear you and they say, what? And then you say it again and they can't understand you and they say, I can't hear you. Um, what did you say? And you say, those are really tall trees over there. And you're shouting it at everybody on the sidewalk and everybody's looking at you like, what the hell are you shouting about tall trees for? My mom laughed. Oh, I bet. She did. She <laughs> thought that was pretty funny. I said, so sometimes it's just tall trees. And she understood that and appreciated that. <laughs> and so that's sort of our, I didn't hear you and you didn't hear me, but it's not an important topic. So we're just going to keep doing what we're doing and not bother with trying to figure it out now. Yes. And it's a better explanation than, never mind, it's okay, because the person's still wondering. Yeah. But if you say, tall trees, they say, oh. If they hear you say, if you and I hear each other say, it's just tall trees, we say, okay, never mind, I'm not asking you for the 15th time, what right. you just said. <laughs> it's not worth it. So that you would try to feel better about those situations, which she has a lot of because she can't right. always hear what's going on. And so... The first night sharing a room we thought would be practical and it just wasn't because we needed some time to talk about our day and we knew that that wasn't going to happen. And we also needed to be able to sleep in a comfortable temperature of room and that was not going to happen. So, um, and, and she needs to be warmer that we could possibly stand. So we got ourselves a, a room. The next day. Yes. As my mother pointed out, yes, we could sleep and we could have sex too. Because she's not shy. She'll tell you whatever she wants. <laughs> Your mom cracks me up. Yeah. I said, thanks, mom. Yeah. So the next day we got up and we went early and I thought I would be too tired to drive, but I drove anyway because... You, you did. You wanted to get moving. You I, wanted to get to the coffee. Oh my gosh, I did. Yes. But that's okay. <laughs> it's fine and, with me. Go for it, babe. So, you know, once I got us to some coffee and we got moving, the the night's progress the night before we had gone for half a day and we hadn't gotten that far. And between the snowstorm and the slow progress with rush hour and the slow progress with having to stop for a disabled person to use the bathroom and that not being a two minute stop, it's a 10 minute stop. It's not a two minute stop. It's a 20 minute stop. If you're fast. Yeah. She can't walk that fast. She certainly can't walk fast in the snow. No. Um, she doesn't feel so great. Understandably. Physically. She doesn't feel so great emotionally. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's a long, it's a long thing. And so and I, you don't want to rush her, but you don't want to take too long. And, and so you're trying <clears throat> to strike that balance of helping her expedite her matters without making her feel rushed. And anyway, I, I, accounted the time that we had taken to get to where we had gotten to. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is going to take too long. And there's a chance that we might not get home in time for when we're supposed to be picking up our kids and getting back to work. And because we just got home a few hours ago and we have to go to work tomorrow. Yes. But that was the original plan. 
Mm-hmm. I thought we weren't going to make it by our plan. Original hopeful plan was to make it by Saturday, which would have happened without a trailer and without winter and without snow, and without a disabled person. And if it wasn't for all those things, we wouldn't have been driving anyway. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, day two, once we got the coffee, we got moving and we actually covered more distance than I thought we would. But it was good. Um, but we didn't cover as much distance as my good friend who had been the best man at our wedding thought we would. <laughs> I'm hanging my head and shaking it. Oh my gosh. He... He thought we should go on a tour of a lot of hot springs. Yeah. Which would be great. Across the plains and the mountains, you know, there's a lot of geothermal activity. There are some great, you know, hot springs and we... He sent us a great link too, but it wasn't going to happen. No. It took us two more days to get close to that place. And he couldn't quite understand that all of these other priorities were not going to allow us to do this other thing. And he kept trying to convince us. And kept trying to convince us on Facebook. And I'm like, no, really, you could just stop. And and you're just like, no, (laughs) you don't understand. And he's such a sweetheart. And he's just trying to help. And he's trying to give us a chance to, you know, let down our hair and just have some quiet, relaxing time in the middle of this stressful trip. Go to this hot springs. It's a great place. And they have a hotel. You can stay the night. And I love you. No, shut up now. (laughs) Because we couldn't even get close to it. No. In in the amount of time we didn't, like you said, we didn't even know if we're getting home in time for work. No, so. no, 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 no. And so... He he doesn't have any um, familiarity with our usual everyday experience, which was being, you know, impacted further by... Did you see the video that I emailed? I think I emailed it to you about how people with kids just don't even understand, and it was a comedian with the vaguely British accent. People with kids don't even understand? People without kids. That's not what you said. I'm just saying. That's Thank why you. I'm clarifying. It was about how people without kids just don't even understand. And I put it on our Tumblr and Twitter and so on also because it was, excuse me, because it was really good about how, you know, just there is no doing anything the way you did it before kids. I know this because I did things before kids. I didn't. You don't know anything about it, but you know it exists. I I know that it exists. Cognitively, I understand that it is a thing to do things for yourself and only for yourself and only by yourself. I went from raising my siblings to raising my first husband to raising his kids. Mm -hmm. And here we are. Yes. I had a a different life before that and it it's such a vague memory sometimes. I know. Although it was you only poor like thing. several years ago. But you poor boy. It's a very different uh, experience. It is. It's it is. completely different. But, but I have to look, look at the thing that you posted. Yeah. My, my best man friend has no clue how all of this works. And so he's just like, no, no, no. You just drive a little further and stay the night there. No, we cannot drive a little, a little further. further. It was like 400 miles or something. <laughs> Which, again, without the trailer and without the extra long pit stops would not have been a problem. But the trailer and the extra long pit stops are why we were there in the... the first place. Yes. So that was, yeah. So we're trying to also find food that you guys can eat in the middle of nowhere. And you have unique dietary concerns, as does she. 
Yes, we had to find things to eat in the middle of nowhere at odd times a day, like... Driving across the plains and trying to find... The flyover states, you call them. Yes, that's what a lot of people call them. Yes. That's why I flew over them to get there in the first place. Yeah, you you missed one. You're still here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What, what else did we do? Because you have the notes over there. Um, You did drive long enough for me to look up and book our hotel for two rooms for two rooms yes adjoining rooms and at first i asked if they had you know ada disability accessible but they didn't have any that adjoined and we needed to have a room separate from your mother but with the door in between them so that she could come get us if she needed us right not have to walk out right. to the hall and back but because to it wasn't she couldn't take her own shower, you know, until we were up and could help her oh. turn on the water and get in and out and stuff like that. So, And you got to help your mother take a shower. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm sorry. She didn't want that either. I mean, you know, she, I think she was thoroughly frustrated. She had a system at her house and she could take a shower by herself. And that's got to be really hard. It is. I'm um, sure. So I, I told her she's got to talk to grandma and aunties and stuff tomorrow about ironing that out. Yes. And so we ended up getting separate rooms in a very nice hotel. I was surprised at how nice it was for the middle of a flat state. And there's breakfast included and it was a real breakfast. They have eggs and such. Real breakfast. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a good deal. So then, yeah, the next morning there was more snow. But we started making really good time because we, we were in a bit, really big flat place without a metropolitan area encroaching. Mm-hmm. And by that point, I had gotten a feel for how your stepdad's car drove and how the trailer how the trailer felt. felt behind it. And we were in a flat state, so we could just go and not have to worry about slowing down for curves and slowing down for this, that, and the other. And we ended up making up a bit of time. Which was very nice. Yeah, despite a, a very short whiteout type thing. Yeah, well, that happens and you just deal with it. And it. You could still see the road, which I was impressed by. Yes, we could still see the road. And more importantly, I could still see the tire tracks of the semi in front of us. And I could just barely see the tail end of the semi in front of us. So I stayed just far enough behind him that we could still see him. But, you know... I could still swerve out of the way if he decided to stop on a dime. Mm -hmm. And we just kept moving and it worked. But by that point, your mom was starting to really realize some of her challenges that, you know, for the past two decades, three, she's had somebody there with her helping mm -hmm. her navigate all of it who had made it his full-time job right? to make sure all of her needs were met. And, and it's hard for her to not even know how to explain to us what she needs and she doesn't even know for herself at this point that until she, she tries to do something that she's not going to be able to do it yeah and so at that point you guys started having to communicate a little bit more which i think you started to touch on in our last episode that that was kind of a struggle for you guys because you realized just how much of your communication difficulties had been learned from her yes I sure did. And I think 
at the end of that night, I looked at you on our way into our dinner after we had gotten her settled into her hotel and said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so, so, so very much for having gone to therapy. You're very welcome. <laughs> and it, it sounds awful to say it that way, but. But I'm aware that those are problematic communication patterns and they they do occur but awareness helps you correct them yes so by that night you know you guys had worked out a little bit more of how to yeah i was impressed this morning she was all packed and ready to you know mm -hmm. have blood sugar tested and go eat breakfast and we were like she realized stumbling that through out of bed from sleep because an 800 number woke us up Oh, goodness. my gosh. Well, and by that point, she had realized that we had to be on a timeline. Oh, yeah. She did say that in the car. Yeah. Cause Remember what she said? She she said, can I take you guys out to a really nice dinner? You guys are being so good to me. I, I want us to stop somewhere along the way and have a nice, fancy dinner. And we're like, no, we can't stop anywhere. We have to go. <laughs> we, we have to be at work on Monday, and we've lost a lot of time. We yeah. can't stop. And she's like, oh. I don't think I've ever driven anywhere that I actually had to be there at a time. Yeah, it was kind of a surprise to her to think about that. And and it that, fell out of my mouth before I realized, you know, that it could be potentially sound snarky. I said, I don't think I've ever been anywhere that I didn't have to be on time. Right. And I'm so glad that your mother is not the kind of person who takes things personally. She doesn't. She unless just, it's her sister. <laughs> well, they, they take things they don't say personally. Oh, my gosh. That's a whole other problem. <sighs> but, yeah, she didn't. She had a realization there that we had a lot of responsibilities, and we had to get back here and take care of them. Mm -hmm. And those included getting to work. And I think, I don't know if she's coming to the realization that she has become, she had become dependent on somebody whose only responsibility was her and that at this point she is only one of our many many responsibilities right and thank goodness we have people sharing those with us today um she was ready to go and so first thing we did we drove far enough to find a walmart because i had i eat vegetables all day and she can take a walk there because it's flat and it's light and yes she, we decided she needed to walk more because last night she got super cold. Remember, we're all ready to go to bed. And, and she was saying it was so cold, and she made me feel her hands. Don't they feel so cold? And no, no actually, they it don't. It was her, and she had not moved en around enough yesterday. And, and she hadn't eaten enough either because she hadn't moved around enough to get her metabolism moving. So she was cold, and it was not cold in that room. And she ended up having an insulin reaction. and Yeah, so we... <sighs> we um, we got that better managed today. We got yes. her moving around more. We got her eating, even though she said she wasn't going to eat. She was just going to have another bite of the cliff bar. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and uh, we were both like, no, no, no. And this you're, was another communication thing. This was another communication thing because it was, we're going to be stopping for lunch in either a half hour or in an hour and a half. Which one works better for you? And she's like, well, I just want a salad. That's mm -hmm. not the question we asked. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so, you know, we tried to sort of rephrase it and say, okay, at this place there's a salad, and at that place there's a salad, and this one's in a half hour, and, and this one." She said, never mind, she would just have some of the cliff Bar. 
And that was just not acceptable because... No, because yesterday went badly without having regular actual meals. So we did stop and, and we said, no, now I'm stopping and I'm getting this. I'm going to get myself a burger. What would you like? Oh, I'll have a burger too. And then she decided on a salad when we got in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. Because she enjoyed her salad and I was very glad she enjoyed her salad. Yes, it was a good salad. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Yes. So, but yeah. But we had stopped at Walmart. We did stop at Walmart because around. I don't eat the burger. I don't eat the salad. I eat a bag of vegetables every day. Yes. And and, and in the in the place that we were, the Walmart was the only place to go besides To the, get a bag of vegetables in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, it's fine because she likes to take a walk there. That's and fine. So her and I are in line and you were off getting vegetables and, and she's buying And you had taken a, her to go get a toothbrush? A toothbrush. She needed a new... She lost it. And uh, I knew where it was, but then she didn't want that one anyway, so that was okay. Um, <laughs> it was still in the container. It was. But uh, we're in line, and she says, I don't think Jess uh, always understands me. And I was trying to wait for more information to see what she meant by that. Yeah. And she said, I've known you since you were a little girl. And she said it in this way, like, you are neither little nor a girl any longer, and nor were you. And she's acknowledging that. Yes, she's acknowledging that. But all that. the other people around you in line and the checker are just looking right. at her like she's that no, goofy they, old lady again. No, they can't hear her. Okay. But I, I knew that this conversation would come up at some point. Mm-hmm. And so I waited her for her to finish, which was important. And she said, I don't know why you weren't born a boy. You should have been born a boy. And that makes me angry that you weren't born a boy when you should have been. Wow. I know. I was very surprised. Yeah. And and your voice just did the puberty <clears throat> thing again. It did. Totally did. <laughs> so I listened to her and, and, and then I said, so I just want to tell you, you know, besides the thing that we were just talking about, I, mm-hmm. I, I said, I also need to let, let you know that we have to be careful where we talk about things like that. Mm-hmm. Because... You were in the middle of the inbreddest Walmart ever. <laughs> that was your observation. <laughs> I didn't disagree. But she she re- immediately recognized what I was saying and, and realized she didn't want to have any problems. And I knew it was... I would have stopped her sooner if it had been a problem. I would have said, hang on, let's talk about this in a little bit. Yeah. But it wasn't. It wasn't a problem. I, I looked around. It was fine. But but I wanted her to know, and I, I kept meaning to say to her, I want you to be careful not to say something, because my mother will blurt things out. She'll probably say to some waitress at some point, at least in my mind, mm-hmm. if I don't tell her not to, she'll say, this is my son. He used to be my daughter. We don't tell everybody that, Mom. No. And so you had to have the same conversation you did with our children about a year ago. No. Five, six months ago? Yes, Whenever. five or six months. Yes. It is actually, it was a year since I decided to transition, but I was dealing with all of this stuff and uh-huh. didn't recognize the day. I yeah. think I did recognize the day at the time, but I didn't get to talk to you that minute and got yeah. to talk to you like several hours later. And because uh-huh. you and I talked every night briefly, but. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is uh-huh. when I had come home last year and said. Yes. I can't do this anymore. I'm done. <laughs> I need, I'm done with this. I need to transition. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's been a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yay. 
Happy anniversary. Thank you. So that's what we did. Very good. So, um, yeah, that was that was really neat that you guys got to have that conversation, even if it was in the middle of a BFE Walmart. Yes, in line at the store. And and it gave me the chance to bring up that that uh, safety issue to her. Yes. And she understands that. So yes. So that's good. I'm glad she understood it, and I didn't have to explain it to her. And later in the car, we were talking about um, marriage, and, you know, she was once again weeping over her lost love, and understandably so. Yes. And you and I do the thing that we do of, yes, we acknowledge your feelings. Now let's change the topic so that you can find a happier place. Because it's a relief to her. It is. It is. Otherwise she, she'll get stuck there. Well, and she needs to keep, she needs to let it out and she needs to not, f what happens and it, people who have a hard time with their emotions anyway have, have this thing um, where they don't want you to notice that they're having their feelings that they didn't want. Yes. <laughs> and I've so, seen you do that. Yes, they come by it honestly. You do. <laughs> and so we didn't want her to not have her feelings. We tried to give her some space for that, but we also didn't want to make too much of an issue of them. Right. So I would pat her hand or arm or mm -hmm. something and let and her know then, that I, I recognized it, but not like bother her about it further. Cause mm -hmm. you know, then she gets more upset that she's being bothered, which you understand quite well. I do. I hate being bothered about being bothered. And and then move on to another topic because it was a relief to her. Yeah, and so we would usually pick something that was, you know, tangentially related to what she had been saying. And so talked about our marriage and something about my husband and what a good man you are. And your mom comes up with the idea of, yes, he's the best parts of a man and the best parts of a woman. And, and we, um, we didn't say anything for... <laughs> me a minute to figure out how to respond like, to that. Not as far as I know, but no? I understand where she's coming from. I, I understand what she's saying and how she's coming at that conclusion, but you're a man. Um, and so I, I took my hands off the wheel for a very brief moment and I thought, you know, the best parts of a woman and I made the universal motion for grabbing the boobs of a person in front of you. Mm-hmm. Palms forward, fingers go squishy, squishy. <laughs> and I said, no, I don't think he has the best parts of a woman, but I like him for who he is and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And your mom was rather confused because she is blind and couldn't have seen what I was doing with my hands. And so I just explained, no, but that's okay. And I, I think I said something about, I like boobs. Um, which she would have understood any of it, but you guys aren't quite used to each other yet, which is kind of what she was saying when I was in the line at Walmart. Yeah. And She's I didn't want to have to go and explain the whole thing again. It was kind of a tall trees thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And do I need to explain to somebody that I made the universal boob grab motion? The, the indication of. Well, she's not going to be able to hear us because of the sound of the tires and mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. But try to simplify it so that she can understand the idea of what we were just saying. Right. Which worked quite well. It did. So we're learning. Yes. So that was good. And then that was not too far out from home. And we finally got home. And we actually got home earlier than we thought we were going to. And I was so happy. Earlier than our estimate 
this morning or last night. Yes, and when we left earlier. our hotel this morning, oh my gosh, getting on the expressway, we were two miles from the state line of our admittedly large western state, mm-hmm. which we had to completely traverse to get home. But still, we were two miles from the state line, and it felt so good to be that close to home. But we couldn't go that way. No. When we got on the expressway, the only way to get onto the expressway from our hotel was to go east. Two exits east. Two exits east I, before well, the, the turnaround it was, was available. One, it was two exits by number and by... Yeah. One, the first one was a truck thing, and the second one was the actual exit. Yeah. So we went from exit two to exit four to turn around and go back west again. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> And then we got there, and we had to stop almost immediately for the bathroom again, of course, because that's just what we do yep. right now. Mm-hmm. And as we were getting out, I noticed that we are now near home, and I can tell because people are wearing cowboy hats completely unironically. Yes, they are. This is the American West, and look, there's our cowboys. That's right. At the truck stop. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Very happy to be home. Oh, I love being home. And so we were so happy about that, that you played our state song on the radio. I did. <laughs> you looked it up on YouTube and... I did. I played the state song. the phone in through the radio and... I used the auxiliary. Oh. So that was funny. <laughs> well, was... you're the music teacher. You already know the song. I so do I thought know it, the song. I funny. have to teach it to kids every year. And personally, I think statriotism is kind of a silly thing in general. But, you know, out west, it's kind of a big thing because we became states later. And so we're all proud of being states. Correct. It's weird. But anyway, we got <clears throat> home and we arrived at the adopted aunt's house who's going to be taking care of or at least... Sharing her house with your mother. Mm-hmm. And we were followed in the door by Grandma, who is... Snuck in behind us. Snuck, I saw her coming, I but didn't I didn't say her. anything. Yes. And uh, and you told her, we heard you were running short on old people, so we brought you one. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> that was great. She's good at taking care of old people. She is. So it seemed appropriate to me. Yes, it's good. It makes me happy. And so, you know, we'll see how she does. She's going to be staying with our friends for a couple weeks while we figure out some more permanent housing for her. She didn't seem offended by my dark humor. No, she usually isn't. She's kind of a cool grandma. Yeah. She's not. Kind of. She's super cool grandma. She is super duper extra awesome grandma. We love grandma. Yeah. We love all of our helpers and we love your mom. I I thanked her for... uh, not being as old as my mother, although they are technically the same age. A I'm week, a week so apart. so glad. Yes. I, I Only love... one week apart in their birthdays. That is crazy. Yeah. But one of them's 10 or 15 years younger, older. By lifestyle. I'm totally going to fall asleep right on the microphone, so. Well, it's I think we've gotten up got to nice current time anyway, so we're good for now. Foam thing around it, but still, it's not like my pillow. <laughs> no, it's not like your pillow. We can go to bed now if we can say, that's it. That is it. All right. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. 
Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! I won't put my elbow on the table. <laughs> I'm going to make you write that a hundred times on the blackboard. <laughs> I'm being nice right now. <laughs> I love you. Uh-huh. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs>